still have to get around to it. But I owe a podcast or two or three about Eric Estrell. Some things I have to write them down before I forget. But I'll tell you one thing. This is not what we're talking about, but in Eretz Yisrael, in Yerushalayim for sure, there's, well, the car I borrowed, I noticed that this from Yeshivish guy had his, um, had a number of preset FM stations. Turns out that, I'm sure some people knew this, but I didn't. That's it, of course, there's Haredi radio stations. They talk about Ben Azmanim, they talk about, uh, you know, Mahadrin, um, Eidah Haredis, prepackaged turkey cold cuts, and air conditioners, That's a, those are the ads, and when you go to the separate beach, make sure you have a lifeguard, and they play songs. And when I was there, there were certain songs that were playing over and over and over again. So when I came back to America, I immediately got hold of those songs, and now... Not every time, every day, but sometimes the song hits on my, on my, you know, in my, in my car, and all of a sudden the whole road shifts. And although, first of all, little known fact, there's very few overhang wires in in Yerushalayim and Israel. I think they're all underground. I, I don't know if it's true or not. But that's what I noticed. But anyway, the wires vanish. The trees change to palm trees or the other like short trees they have over there. The roads change. The scenery is the mountains of Jerusalem. Sometimes I'm in, you know, near Modi'in. Sometimes I'm, I'm driving around Jerusalem. Sometimes I'm in, on the way to Beit Shemesh. And just for a few minutes, for a second, the roads is different. Okay, I don't worry. I'm not going to crash into buildings that are not there. But like, it's just, you know, it's it's actually Bar uh, Hashem. We have a connection to so all different ways to that to that to that that trip. But um, what we have to talk about is, so I'm not talking about the elections per se, but as I may have mentioned in the past, I love, I really love to follow politics and those type of things, and I just enjoy it. Forget about the world, I'm saying. Now, in some previous podcasts, I spoke about why I think that, you know, there's a certain amount of time that should be involved in it or not. But now, but Lamaisa... There's sometimes, like I was talking to someone, I said, for people who are into politics, especially Jewish people who are into politics, this past two weeks was like subway series. Israeli elections, American elections, governor elections, crazy. And even the people who try the hardest to suppress their, you know, that guy, that guy's been, you know, out of sports for for, for, for seven years. He's been, you know, Starka, whatever, Kyla guy, Rebbe, whatever. That subway series... You know, I don't really know, but I heard, I see. It get it, you just you just get back into it. It's hard to like, you know, nah. So, you may think it's a hate. You may you may agree with me that it's a not a hate, but you may agree or not agree how 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 bad of a habit it is. But I sort of let that out of the box. I had a box down for a little bit, especially after. But my someone's point was proven that if you don't follow the news for about three months, you'll turn it on. It'll be the same thing. And um, especially the talk show guys, the, 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 those talk shows. If you turn them off, you turn on Mark Levine, you turn on Sean Hannity. I don't know, but the other ones haven't been up to date. You'll you'll hear them talking about the same thing. They usually could 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 regurgitate a topic a good you know forty times. Same thing with the left guys. They could do the same thing. Also, just keep going over and over and over and over again.
again. And you keep listening because if not, the world's going to end and you're going to miss it. I'm telling you, Mark Levine promised the end of the world for years already. But um, I guess he was wrong. Um, or it depends how you look at it, right? Some people's world is over. I don't know, whatever. But um, but the point is that now is time, at least for me, to 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 get put it to put what I what I call to put it back in the box. Yeah, you have to know. Depending debating, depending on which god you know for sure did or didn't read the newspaper or how often you read it or if you only read the headlines. I asked the Talmud of of of, 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 of Rebelsky. He said Rebelsky scanned the headlines. You need to know because you need to know what a little bit maybe. I need to know what's going on in, 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 in Israel. I do if I want to go. But like, first of all, it takes two three months till the hawk settles down. But eh, you know, yeah, I don't know if you need to know or not. I don't know. I don't know how much you need to know. Anyway, so this week's parsha, we learn about Sedaim. I thought it was very appropriate. Because there's a, a Gemara in Sanhedrin and talks about Eliezer Eved Avram and his visit to Sedaim. And he comes into the town. It tells three stories. I'm going to tell two of them, I think. He comes into the town and. and maybe, I'll tell, maybe I'll say all three. It's true. And he's walking in the street and someone comes over and he punches him. And he starts to. And Eliezer starts to bleed. And Eliezer grabs the guy and he goes, I'm bringing you to court. Go to the. Sedaimi court and the judge with his black robe and powdered wig says to him yes definitely guilty and Eliezer's like oh great Eliezer Abed Avram you owe Sedaimi a money and Eliezer's like why because he punched you and you're bleeding and it's healthy to bleed so pay him so Eliezer gives him a look or I don't know if he gave him a look. He walks up to the Dayan, he punches him in the face, Dayan starts to bleed. He said, Perfect. You Dayan, you pay Sidami A. Hold on, I'm leaving. Justice is served. Right? That's the real one. That's the real one about ju- the justice system in, in Sidaim. But just two more stories for the sake of completeness. It says he came and Sidaim and Aminag that if you uh, when you came to town, they would give you a bed. A guest came to town. They would give you a bed, either too small or too big. And if it was, if you were a tall guy, they would give you a small bed, and they would cut you down to size. And if you were a small guy and it was too big for you, they would um, stretch you out to size. I don't know what happened if he didn't complain. I don't know. And and Eliezer came. They offered him a bed, and he said, "No, I sleep on the floor ever since." He said, "Ever since his mother was nifter, he sleeps on the floor. It's a Kabbalah. And I guess even 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 the Sudanese, you know, go for segulos and things like that. Um, and the third story was there was a rule that if you invited any outside guest from outside the city or maybe a poor person to Hasana, then the person who invited him would be would all his clothing would be clothing would be confiscated. Eliezer came to the city here, there was a wedding. He asked for maybe I think he asked for food, and we gave him food, so he went to a wedding and he um, and he sat down next to a guy and he said it pretty loud, he said Oh, Sidaimi B, thank you for inviting me to this wedding. I'm so excited to be here. And Sidaimi B, of course, didn't want anyone to realize that, didn't want anyone to think it really was him, so he slipped away. And Eliezer moved over to the next guy and he said, Thank you for inviting me. And slowly but surely he did it till everyone had cleared out of the wedding and Eliezer was there by himself. Okay, whatever. Those two stories, I don't know how, it's not going to exactly fit in, but this is Sidaim. Sidaim is the city where last week we mentioned 
that the king of Sidaim was miraculously saved from the from the four kings by Avram Avinu. He was miraculously saved from a pit where he was for sure going to die by Avram Avinu, by Hashem. And what did what did the king of Sidaim do afterwards? Nothing. He did nothing. He stayed the same. And the city kept going downhill. I don't know how many days after the battle it was, but his city went kept on going down and down and down and down and down. And and it was time for its destruction. It was time for the city's destruction. What did Avram do? Avram comes in, and Avram hears the city being destroyed. Avram Mangaim, he has responsibility. And he sits there and he goes through and he tries to save the city. 50 said he can, 40 said he can, 30 said he can, 20 said he can. Okay, all will save his light. And then he walks away. He did his ishtadlis, he did his job, and then it's back to business. Of course, it's a shtadlis. Of course, you have to go vote. You have to do. You have to encourage people to vote. Whatever, but then back to business. It's over. They say about Rabbi Yashiv that the day after a certain important election, he went on with life. The results are not important. It's the shtadlis that's important. Now, you know, it's all this cheshbonis. Whenever it's important, and and the king, and the and the and the and the and the and the mayor, and the this and the that. So, there's a mitzvah. The way the mitzvah comes, Rabbi Victor Miller explains, is if you ask for it. If you don't ask for the mitzvah, you don't have a chiv of the mitzvah. Why? He says because everyone, because Hashem is our king, and as long as you're makir on a on a on a on a on a high level that Hashem is your king, you don't need a king because you have a king. When your betachon slips, then you need to ha- appoint a king. But the king. The Malvim explains, the king is not the one who makes up what his policy is. It's Kal Yisrael's tefilis and Hashem's desire for the world to, 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 what you call it, to, what the king really does. The Malvim explains, it's, 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 Hashem will never leave the, the well-being of so many people in the hands of one or two people. And as, and in America, forget about democracy, if, 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 if most people are Amaratsim, that means they're going to resonate with an Amaratz being president or being, or being governor or being mayor or being whatever. So, to leave the world in the hand of, 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 of such a situation is, is just, it just can't be. So therefore, therefore, First of all, know that Hashem is our king. And the more He's our king, the less we have to... The, the way it works is, Baruch HaGever HaShem Yiftach BaHashem BaHaya HaShem Yiftach The Mepharshim explain, I think it's the Chayef Salvaz, I don't remember, um, that the more Hashem Himself, the more trust you put on Hashem, the more... The more the more trust you put on Hashem, the more, the more Hashem guides you and protects you above and beyond whatever the official course of nature is supposed to be.
So, with with that, we get back to our point. There's a technical Ishtadlis, but if Ishtadlis becomes your meaning to the end, then you're bound by that. If you, if, 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 if you, if when you're assigned to the Malach HaMalach, you realize Hashem is your king, just, you're not on the Madrega to directly be ruled by Him, so you need a, 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 a His representative, so to speak, a person who's going to be, you know, with integrity, a Davon HaMalach, who's going to, who's going to, who's going to remind you that Hashem is your king. Okay, good. But if you think, if you think that it's, that it's, you know, something else, then you're mistaken and that's not that's not how it works so thank you for listening have a wonderful Shabbos